Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Christians United Ministry. My name is Travis, and today we are actually doing a little bit of surprise. We're doing an extra reading today. Um, there's a um, book of the Bible I wanted to read to you guys, um, well, chapter, and it's actually extremely um, important in terms of there's a big lesson to be learned here. And it kind of goes over what we've read already. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to go to Judges 11. Judges 11, that's in the Old Testament. Start at first one. Now Jephthah, the Gileadite, was the mighty man of valor, and he was the son of Harlot, and the Gilead begat Jephthah. And the Gilead's wife bore him, bare him sons, and his wife's sons grew up, and they thrust out Jephthah and said unto him, Thou shalt not inherit in our father's house, for that, for thou art the son of a strange woman. And she's a prostitute, by the way. Then Jephthah fled from his brethren and dwelt in the land of Tob. And there were gathered vain men to Jephthah and went out with him. And it came to pass in the process of time that the children of Ammon made war against Israel. And it was so that when the children of Ammon made war against Israel, the elders of Gilad went to fetch Jephthah out of the land of Tob. And they said unto Jephthah, Come and be our captain, that we may fight with the children of Ammon. And Jephthah said unto the elders of Gilad, Did ye not hate me and expel me out of my father's house? And why are you come unto me now when you ye are in distress? And the elders of Gilead said unto Jephthah, Therefore we turn again to thee now, and thou mayest go with us and fight against the children of Ammon, and be our head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. And Jephthah said unto the elders of Gilead, If ye bring me home again, to fight against the children of Ammon, and the Lord deliver me, deliver them before me. Shall I be your head? And the elders of Gilad said unto Jephthah, The Lord be witness between us, if we do not do so according to thy words. The Jephthah went with the elders of Gilad, and the people made him head and ca captain over them. And Jephthah uttered all, all his words under before the Lord in Mizpah. And Jephthah sent messengers unto the king of the children of Ammon, saying, What hast thou to do with me, that thou art come against me to fight in my land? And the king of the children of Ammon answered un unto the messengers of Jephthah, Because Israel took away my land when they came up out of Egypt from Arnon, even again unto Jephok, and unto Jordan. Now, therefore, restore those lands again peacefully. And Jephthah sent messengers again to the children of the king of the children of Ammon. And they said unto him, Thus saith Jephthah, Israel took, away, took not away the land of Moab, nor the land of the children of Ammon. But when Israel came up from Egypt and walked through the wilderness into the Red Sea and came to Kedesh, then Israel sent messengers unto the king of Edom, saying, Let me, I pray thee, pass through thy land. But the king of Edom would not hearken thereunto. And in like manner they said unto the king 
of Moab, but he would not consent. And Israel abode in Kadesh. Then they went along through the wilderness and encompassed the land of Edom and the land of Moab, and came by the east side of the land of Moab, and pitched on the other side of Arnon, but came not within the border of Moab, for Arnon was the border of Moab. Moab, Moab, I don't know how to say it, I'm sorry. And Israel sent messengers unto Sion king of the Amorites, the king of Heshbon. And Israel said unto him, Let us pass, we pray thee, through thy land to into my place. But Sion trusted not Israel to pass through his coast. But Sion gathered all his people together and pitched in Jazz and fought against Israel. And the Lord God of Israel delivered Sion and all his people into the hands of Israel, and they smote them. So Israel possessed all the land of the Amorites, the inhabitants of that country. And they possessed all the coats of the Amorites from the from Arnon, even unto Jabbok, and from the wilderness, even unto Jordan. So now the Lord God of Israel had disposed, dispossessed, excuse me, dispossessed the Amorites from his people Israel, and shall thou possess it? Will not thou possess that which Chemosh, thy God giveth thee to possess? So whosoever the Lord our God shall drive out from before us, them will we possess. And now art thou anything better than Balak the son of Zippor, king of Moab, Moab. I'll just say Moab. Did he ever strive against Israel, or did he ever fight against them? While Israel dealt in Heshbon and their town and her towns, and in Aror, in his towns, and all in all the cities that belong by the coast of Arnon, three hundred years. Why therefore did ye not recover them within that time? Wherefore I have not sinned against thee, but thou doest me wrong to war against me. The Lord the judge be judged this day between the children of Israel and the children of Ammon. Howbeit the king of the children of Ammon hearken not unto the words of Jephthah, which he sent him. Then the spirit of the Lord came unto Jephthah, and he said, and he passed over Gilad and Manasseh, and passed over Mizpah of Gilad, and then Mizpah of Gilad he passed over unto the children of Ammon. And Jephthah vowed a vow unto the Lord, and said, if thou shalt without fail deliver the children of Haman into mine hands, then it shall be that whatsoever cometh forth of the doors of my house to meet me when I return in peace from the children of Ammon shall surely be the Lord's, and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. So Jephthah passed over the children of Ammon to fight against thee, and the Lord delivered them into his hands, and he smote them from Ar, Arir, Aror, <laughs> even till those come to Minneth, even twenty cities, and unto the plain of the vineyards with a very great slaughter. Thus the children of Ammon were subdued before the children of Israel. And Jephthah came to Mizpah unto his house. And behold, his daughter came out to him, came out to meet him with timbrels and dances. And she was his only child. Beside her, she had neither son nor daughter. 
It came to pass when he saw her that he rent his clothes and said, Alas, my daughter, thou hast brought, brought me very low, and thou art one of them that trouble me, for I have opened my mouth unto the Lord, and I cannot go back. And she said unto him, My father, if thou hast opened thy mouth to the Lord, do to me according to that which hath proceeded out of thy mouth. Forasmuch as the Lord hath taken vengeance for thee of thine enemies, even the children of Ammon. And she said unto her father, Let this thing be done for me. Let me alone two months, that I may go up and down upon the mountains, and bewail my virginity, I and my fellows. And he said, Go. And he sent her away for two months, and she went away with her companions, and bewailed her virginity upon the mountains. And it came to pass at the end of the two months that she returned unto her father, who did with her according to his vow, and which his, he had vowed. And she knew no man. And it was a custom in Israel that the is daughters of Israel went yearly to lament the daughter of Jephthah the Gileadite four days in a year. So you may be wondering, what, what message is Travis bringing us today? Or not Travis, God. What God is Travis pointing, what, what, excuse me, what message is God giving us that Travis is pointing out? That's the right way to say it. Now, before we get into it, I did go in and I was, I was listening to pronunciation of Jephthah and Gileadite and Gilead. I guess I didn't scroll all the way down to Moab or Moab or what is the other one? Like Aurora or something like that. Um, but the message I'm pointing out is like, so a little bit of backstory is this um, Jephthah was. Uh, son of a, a prostitute and his father and his father went out with his wife had children with his wife not the prostitute so the father's new sons kicked him out they said listen you're, you're a son of a prostitute we don't want you we don't want you so they kicked him out and he ended up leaving now he's a good fighter he was a very good fighter and that's why they wanted him so they came back to him and said listen hey can you uh can you help us? And he's like, honestly, he's like, why should I? You guys, you hated me, right? You kicked me out. You wanted me out. And they had, there's this war. It seems to be off of turf, like, you know, off of land. Um, some type of uh, grief between land. So that's what the war is over. And skipping straight to near the bottom, that uh, to verse 30, that while he's in the fight, he goes to the Lord and says, Hey, Lord, if you deliver them to me, I vow to you, I promise to you that whatever comes out of my house, I will sacrifice into a burnt offering to you. So that's what it is, a sacrifice. That's what it is, is a sacrifice. And, well, surely be, the Lord delivers. And as we know from the chapter, his daughter's the first one out of his house. And he says, he says, I rent, he rent his clothes. Rent is um, to be a deep sorrow, filled with deep sorrow. His heart, pretty much his heart broke. You know, he, his, his heart fell. Um, because he knew the vow he made. And he only had one kid. He didn't have any other children but this one daughter. So 
um, remember, like, Jesus doesn't, God never required any human sacrifice uh, besides the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, there were, it was the only human sacrifice made. We do see it a little bit in um, beginning where Abraham and his son, but you also got to remember that Jesus did stop it. Um, God did stop it rather with the uh, giving him the animal sacrifice. Um, and what's important to note is what is God? Why is God telling us this? Well, he's telling us this because remember back in Matthew um, 7, we're not supposed to make vows or promises. We can't control anything. We can't control outcomes. We can't control um, the hairs on our head or anything. So we shouldn't be making vows, especially to the Lord Jesus Christ, to, to God. And that's what happened. He made a promise to God and it went south. And the point is, is that, you know, what he teaches that you have to, you have to, have to, have to follow your promises to God. You have to. If you make a promise, you must obey it. And you can't just pray. The Bible says you shouldn't pray. You shouldn't just um, repent and say, oh, this my bad. It was an, I made an error because he'll, he'll curse your words. Um, so yeah, when you make a promise, you have to stick to it. And that's why he did what he did. He didn't like. And then one thing that's kind of think about this. I'm she's a woman. I'm thinking like maybe like teenage years to young adult. Doesn't specify, but she was just told that she's gonna be sacrificed, and she says, "Well, just give me two months." Now I'm not coming. If it was me, I would never come back. I'd be like, oh, "Uh, uh-uh, done, <laughs> running away." But no, she comes back. She's bewailing her virginity. It was uh, bewailing means to express regret, um, great regret, um, uh, remorse, um, because it, it was it's our duty to reproduce, and they didn't. They since he didn't reproduce, it was a tradition of Israel. She goes up in the mountains for two, uh, goes up the mountains and uh, bewails her virginity, uh, dis- her disappointment, her regret for not having children. So, um, I wanted to make this quick episode based on how important the word is. The word is how important when we say something, we must mean it, and when God says something, He definitely does mean it. So, and that's also you know, it's just an example of why we shouldn't make promises. Let our yeas be yeas, and our noes be noes. If you were a man of your word, right? Your yeas were always yeas, your nays were always nays, and you would never need a promise. Because when you make a promise, you have to keep that promise, no matter what. And since you can't control it, well, probably shouldn't be making the promise. Right? We can kind of agree there. Shouldn't be making promises you can't keep. So I want to thank everybody again, once again, for coming back to today's episode to the podcast um tomorrow we will be doing the revelation 2 um and so on and so forth so today was just a bonus episode for everybody today um again this was from books judges chapter 11 thank you my name is travis this is christians united this is christians united ministry god be with you